Oh, welcome to another edition of the podcast. It's episode 36, July 2nd. America's birthday in two days. So uh, let's get Diggs on the phone and see what's going on this weekend. How about that? Here we go. What are you doing for uh, July 4th? Working. Really? Is it going to be busy? Yeah. I'm, I'm working. We What's July 4th? That's on a Sunday or what? Monday? Saturday. <clears throat> it's Saturday. We close at 6. Really don't close earlier because of the holiday? Just 6? Well, it might change, but probably not. I was thinking about just going to a course or something. I mean, I kind of, I don't think there's going to be the Freedom Fair downtown. I heard, uh, I heard that the, uh, Rainiers are going to blow them off, but they're not going to have anybody in the stands. Well, my thing is I don't want to have to go there and worry about any sort of mobs. Exactly. I think no matter where you go, it's going <laughs> to be, 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 excuse, be an excuse for people to cause shit. And I'm not going to let people waste my time. I think if I do anything on the 4th, I might try to figure out where crew and a couple of boys are at. Maybe go see if they're at a certain bar or something. I don't have my gun yet. I'm not quite ready for mobs. Have you registered? Well, it's pretty easy. You just go buy a gun and they do a background check. That's all you got to do, right? I think you have a couple-week waiting period, or I don't In, know. like, seven days. Well, I mean, you can get a rifle right away, but if you, it's like a waiting period for a handgun. They might just have to get that shotgun anyway. Why do, you, why, do you, why do you need a gun anyway? You could just take people apart with your skill. Well, they're banning chokeholds, you know. Yeah, but when's the last time you, you worked for the government? Well, I figure, you know, I mean, if if I got to wait three seconds to kill them or just pull the trigger and they're dead, wouldn't you rather have yeah, that? I think, you would, I think you would rather fight a guy. No, not if they're coming in my house. Well, you were just talking about that the other day where you could be like, hey, I got a problem with you coming to my house. We need to step outside and, and take care of that. Step outside, but you came in, motherfucker. You're dead. How dare you! How dare you like your house doors? You should have an open and welcome home. I leave the door unlocked. <laughs> you just better be the right person well, walking in. Well, talk about leaving the door unlocked and not not putting a high enough wall up. Uh, Choppy Chop in Seattle got uh, disbanded. You know, it was supposed to get dismantled on a Sunday. I was like, oh, it might happen. Might happen. I just happened to be up one random night on a fucking, you know, Wednesday morning. And at 5 a.m., the local news goes, hundreds of cops surrounding the chop zone. And I'm like, oh, they're going to take this shit down right now at 5 a.m. And that's what happened. P. 
piece by piece, slowly but surely. You know, it's amazing. They did all that writing for Progressive, Will. Yeah. And what did they do? What did they do? They took over a piece of property, a piece of land that wasn't theirs, just like the Christopher Columbus Columbus statues they're ripping down and they're trying to rename cities named after them. It's pretty, so it's they, pre- pretty amazing so they, they got the East Precinct. Well, check this out. It's pretty amazing they got six square blocks, but they basically <laughs> did what Christopher Columbus did. And then what's the first thing they did? They threw up walls that they tell Trump don't work. And, and I mean, they were shitty walls. They were like knee high. They were just like, you know, robots. They were provided by the city. <laughs> they were provided by the city. And then check this out. And then they disbanded the police, right? But then they decided to put their own police force together. And they called it a peace force. And that peace force actually killed a teenager the night or two before the mayor finally had enough balls to go in there and say, hey, I'm tired of you fucking kids ruining something that's beautiful. Get the, you know, it's just amazing. When do we go into the moon? Can we send certain people that just... That's that's your homeless island. That's that's your new homeless island. You know, I like the Hawaii homeless island, though, (laughs) because I think people can be... I think certain people... I think people can be reformed, and I'm not saying reformed, but just get the hint. You know? Oh, yeah. I got to work for, you know rent or a piece of property. Maybe it's too expensive for me to live in the city. So I'm going to move somewhere where cost of living's lower. My money stretches further and I can get a good job. Maybe it's not as bright and glitzy as the city, but I tell you what, the city ain't as glitzy as it used to be. I remember going up to Seattle every week to go party and run around to different clubs and then go do the, the food scene. And, you know, cause you're there, before and after hours, so well, you can do, you can do that. You don't have to go to Seattle to do that anymore. You can do you can do it. You can do it locally now. It's it's not the same fun way though, because you get a different. It's, it's a different crowd of people. Better better well, look, better looking people. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you don't think so? You don't, you don't think the girls I, look better in Seattle than they do in Tacoma? Not the ones popping out the tent asking if I get a five spot I they can have. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Fuck taller, that you got a dollar. I mean, I understand and I want to help people out when they're in need. But I mean, Jesus Christ, if you helped everybody in Seattle with a dollar as you're walking around town, you spend a hundred bucks by the time you leave. Easy. And that's just a dollar. I don't know, man. I'm just like, uh, there's this. I always, I always told you. I always told you. You're a fisherman. I said if I was gonna say I was gonna claim some property, it would be up in a mountain somewhere around a lake where I could actually sustain myself, and I wouldn't have to worry about the uh, the uh, local government bringing in porta potties and and uh, barricades in order to keep people out. I just, I would, I would, I would go protest. I just go protest in a national park. Why not? That's public property, right? That's federal property. I'd camp in the middle of that son of a bitch. I don't think that's protesting, though. 
well, hey, if you want to live homeless, why don't you pick somewhere nice? I mean, protesting is about getting as much uh, attention as you can. So why not walk in the middle of fucking I-5? Jesus Christ. Because people are driving cars at 60 mile per hour plus. I know. And they I do. Mean, but they here, here's the reality, though. I've driven through it. Like, coming back from your place, driving up, it says on the signs, potential protests, I, uh, potential I-5 closures or something along those lines. So you're reading this on the LED thing as you're riding up there. I'm like, fuck, am I really going to get stuck behind protests? Like, are they going to shut it down? I didn't, but... Wonder, we, if they to beat on, wonder if they decided to walk past your car, beat on your hood. Oh, dude. How much would that upgrade you? Well, here, here's the thing. I didn't get, I mean, I I didn't get stuck. It's your car. I didn't get stuck, but I did see the state troopers waiting, <laughs> up, waiting from end to end. Ready to mm-hmm. sh- ready to shut it down, shut down the traffic for the protesters. Like this is an all an organized thing. Where hey guys, we're gonna make a march and it's gonna go across I five. Can you have the state troopers, you know, just shut down the freeway for ten minutes while they do this? And then you know it's amazing. And they do it. You know it's amazing. You know it's amazing. They don't even get a ticket for that for shutting down traffic, shutting down people, interfering their lives. But if I throw a cigarette butt. Or a wrapper uh, out my window. There's a cop behind me. I'm going to get a ticket for littering. But if I prop a spot in the middle of town center and throw a tem- tent up, they leave me alone. That's just weird. It is weird. It's weird. It's weird to have out. tent cities at every fucking off ramp. It's weird to have tent cities in visible spots as you drive down I-5. If you were from out of town and you drove through Seattle, you'd be like, wow, Seattle from I-5 is a fucking dump. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's it's, just, it's well, so much visible. You've driven to Bellingham, haven't you? Or at least Seattle in the past what, that's recently? That's why I'm, I'm saying. Driving, going to Seattle for a night out in the town to hang out, spend some money up there, is not anywhere where it used to be back in the day. It's where where would you rather go? It's dirty. Where would, where would you I rather go? Yeah, where would you rather go? I like islands parts. I go to like the San Juan Islands. I'd say fuck civilization. I'm going to go somewhere where everything closes at seven, and everything opens at five, six in the morning. All you can do is fish, jump off a rope swing into a lake, or you can uh, just hang out and be an island bum all day. If I was going on vacation. Or if I was going somewhere for the like the weekend, I would go to the San Juans. San Juans I'd would go totally to, kick ass right I'd now. Go down to, I'd go down to Cannon Beach. I'd go down to uh, that kicks ass too. Uh, I'd go. I'd go down to Bandon Dunes area. I mean, I got a good friend of mine. Him and his wife, and they took their dog. They just went to Bandon Dunes for the Fourth of July. They left like yesterday, and dude, that's. I mean. Everywhere I'd want to go right now would be low populace, like low populace, less people. A low populace, low populace paradise. I'd want to go where there's just locals. Would you go to Ocean Shores? Possibly. It's just not one of my first picks because I'm not used to the the topography, you know, the city area. But I know what I would do in Seaside and Cannon Beach. Hell yeah. I know what I would do definitely in season. 
I know what I'd Canada do Beach in Bend and Dunes. There'd be a lot of dolphins. Yeah. I know what I would do over in San Juan Islands. There'd be a lot of relaxation, not even looking at my cell phone and just pretending that the world doesn't exist for a while. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's the best place to do that. I mean, is, isn't that your goal when you go on vacation is just forget your worries? What if you, you know, ha- what if you actually achieve that? You live that lifestyle. Then what? Every day. Yeah. Then you would have no worries. And then what? What would you do with Why a light? Yeah, well, you don't have to leave, but what would you do? Just sit there and get drunk on the front porch every day or what? Probably for the first couple of months enjoying my soul. <laughs> but then eventually I would probably get a dog maybe a couple more cats. I would uh, start a garden in the backyard. Maybe I would start a wood shop in the back where I just make stuff for around the house. You know, you, you know, over there, it'd be nice to be, if you're kind of out in the battle in the middle of nowhere, it's kind of nice to know that you could be a handyman around the house, repair a fence. I would just kind of, I would wake up when, I think I'd wake up earlier and I'd go to bed, I'd go to bed, you know, sooner. I wouldn't stay up till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I think the city makes you stay up later and then you move out to the neck of the woods where people are kind of relaxed and stuff and shit, you start falling asleep at 9, 10 o'clock. I would, hey, I would say moving to the gorge area wouldn't be a bad idea because you could see all the concerts that come through town. That would be fun. But I I don't I I thought about this when you and I were at the gorge. Um yeah. fucking if someone something severely happened to somebody, how long would it take the fucking cops to get out there? You know, the paramedics. You know what I mean? Well, that's what, It gets fucking hot out there and you're drinking all day. Jesus. Well, when you live kind of on the outskirts, you kind of got to know what to do until somebody can get there. I mean, I'm sure you got to think about this. Every we, we, me and you lived in big cities our whole life, but you know, what's funny is that these little cities all over the nation, and there's way more little cities than big cities. They figured out how to like send firefighters when the house is on fire and, send a medic when somebody's having a heart attack. It's not like people are having more deaths in these areas. I think they're having less deaths because the quality of life is much better and they're totally relaxed. Dude, I mean, there was no cell phone service out there. How, how would you get a hold of anybody? Wouldn't that be nice? It is nice. You know what? No, if, I, if, I down, you ever, if I lived on... If I lived on... If you ever not been for a week and thought, why am I paying this bill? I should not have a cell phone. I have it because I need it for certain things. Even if I was living on the San Juan Islands, I would have a landline that had a wireless fucking phone, and I'd still be within, you know, 15, 20 feet of it, like, you know, just to, oh, shit, you know, might have to call 911. What happened to the days when we didn't have anything but a landline? Yeah, I know. I I know. It's crazy. I'm just thinking if I could actually think back in time, I think life was a lot more, uh, how do you say it, a a lot more relaxing. 
because you weren't worried about everything in the news all the time. You saw the news three times a day in the morning and in the, at noon and then the seven o'clock news. You saw it three times. That was it. Now it's 24 hours. It's on your iPhone. It's sending you shit. It's sending you alerts. You're looking at it all the time going, I can't believe this shit's going on. Maybe you got it. Maybe you got it right where you're like, you turn it off like Norm does. Norm, Norm McDonald, he turns, turns it off and he just looks at stuff that interests him. That's nothing to do with, you know, culture or, or the news or, you know. Well, I, I, I definitely do that, but I'm also very addicted to watching the news, even though, even though I don't necessarily watch everybody's favorite channel. But apparently, it's ranked number one in the nation. <laughs> Fox News. Sorry, people. I'm just, I'm just glad. Silent majority is speaking I, out. I, well, no, I'm, I like, I, I like watching all sorts of other news because I grew up in the era where I watched TV shows like Friends, and way back in the day, I used to watch Three's Company, and you'd have to see the old landlord come up and bitch at the neighbor, you know, bitch at the tenants and stuff like that. Well, and then I watched Cheers too. All that shit, all, all those types of, all those types of things are going to Netflix. Yeah, but they're actually, but the thing is, is what I'm saying is that there's not a as lot good of as what you're saying though. To watch. Now what I used to, I used to watch them and I'm entertained by them. Now I'm kind of entertained by news because it's really like watching like who's, Who's really, who's really talking shit and who's actually Trump, reporting shit? Trump is the best comedian in on the planet right now. He's number one. He's better than Rogan. He's better than Chappelle. Trump is the top comedian. He's like Andrew Dice, though. You either love him or hate him. There's no in between, and he's very, he's very just just there he's gonna say what's on his mind which andrew dice play did and he's like whoa hey <laughs> i didn't know you were gonna be such a cat you know or whatever and yeah he would drop whoa. he would drop he would drop the the c word often you know i watched the cop getting berated today on uh youtube i, I just came across it. it's just a little skit I, I saw but this cop was doing a uh just a wellness check and this lady, you know how they refer to him as Karen's now? Karen. She's talking about how he has a little penis and this and that. And he's like, I'm just here because somebody called and said there was a situation. And as soon as I find out that the situation is all good and you're safe, I'm on my way. And she just kept bitching at him, bitching at him. He goes, he goes, you know what? It's a problem with people like you that are just little fucking, just little cunts. It was on the Nick DiPaolo show, and he is a cop. Actually, called us, and she goes, "Oh, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. I'm going to throw this on YouTube." And he goes, "I bet you are, because you are." <laughs> I like no the way. Nick DiPaolo show, man. That shit's funny, dude. It's it's straight up honest too. It's like listening to an uncle of yours that just likes to fucking smoke so cigarettes I, all day. So I've been thinking about this. About, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this, and we fall in the same class as Nick DiPaolo. Basically, you know what we are? We're conservative comedy. That's our class of podcast. Conservative comedy. Would you not agree? Don't call it don't call it comedy. Not always not everybody calls it comedy. I think this you is, could actually be a bad person. There's a black dude named Terrence Terrence something. Terrence 
Williams. I have to look yeah. it up. Dude, he's funny. He's a black dude, but he's pro-Trump. Mm-hmm. He wears his MAGA hat and just rips on fucking liberals all day. It's funny as fuck, dude. It's just, it's just amazing. Like I always come to progressives are always progressive and they're progressively making everything work. I mean, would you listen to a progressive podcast right now? Even if it was funny, if, if the person if, <laughs> if the person was entertaining, well, think about this: George Carlin was very progressive. He true, true. He he didn't believe he didn't believe that anybody actually had rights. He thought he thought rights were a uh, not a God given right because he didn't believe in God. He said rights are made up. So everybody got together and made up all these rights. And he and he pointed out that like not all the countries have the same rights. Like we have ten rights. 10 Bill of Rights, uh, 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 Britain has like 13, some countries have zero. He goes, if it's God-given, why aren't they all equal, you know, type of thing. But the thing is, if you think about it, our rights are basically there to give us comfort. And honestly, they can be stomped on at any time when, like, what happened up in uh, Seattle, think about the people's rights that lived in that area or had built, had businesses in that area, and the cops, and the gover- gover- governor, and the mayor's like, eh. We don't want to uh, make this political, so we're not going to do anything. So you're on your own. So they basically taken away everybody's rights that were paying for for service from police officers and the government. Right. So you're talking about people that are legal versus legal. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. They just. I'm talking about. You have rights until somebody that has power says. I don't recognize your rights or they just ignore them. You well, know what I mean? The government can change its opinion on what they think your right is almost on a dime. But one thing that they will not touch is the constitution. So, I mean, even the Democrats, they've been trying to touch it forever. They've been trying to touch it forever. Yeah, I know, but mo- most, most of the Democrats, wait, hold on real, real quick. Most of the Democrats, I'm speaking for most of them, will not touch the constitution. They won't. They'll use it as a way to get, get what they want you know but they hate the constitution they want to rewrite they, it they do they do want to rewrite because they, they don't believe they don't believe in a, a higher power they don't believe in that got you gotten these god-given rights from anybody you actually should pay more of your money that you earn to these other projects that we deem uh, necess- i mean let's be honest like some of these things are a little outdated but does that mean you need to completely ratify the Constitution? No. I think that there's some gen- general purposes that people just figured out humans do. Like, there's, hey, listen, right now, and this is all based off of racism, but, like, I'm just going to start start with the whites because that's the safest, sta- safest way to go. But, you know, in, like, 19... You're trying to say... 19... You're trying to say that you all decided to get together and say, we agree on these so we can actually work together, well, the live na- around each other. The 1910s through the 1920s, they used to favor Irish and um, Italian uh, immigrants because like, they had, tr- they had um, total fucking bans on certain you know, regions of the world. They're like, fuck that. They're not coming in. But they would... Favor, oh, yeah. They would favor others, and the reasons they they're like, well, these fucking Irish motherfuckers, you know, they're uh, industrious and fucking, 
you know, they work hard. You know what I mean? So, like, bring them in. I think one of the best movies to, to think about what we're going through right now is think about the gangs in New York. Remember that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, but I probably should check that out. Like, that seems like one that you should definitely have watched. Dude, gangs in New York around the four beer boroughs, and there was four or five gangs. And it all of a sudden came to one point in history where it just became a bloodbath. And that's that's kind of what happened. I know, I, mean, I know, I know. Like I, I've always, I've said this for years, but basically, people individually are very smart, and they can do amazing things. But when you start putting the majority of us together, we do some really stupid shit for no fucking reason. Now. One, I think we lose our independence and our independent thought. We get in line with somebody else and we're like, oh, I should just think like them because they're telling me to, or I agree on some of the things, not all, but I'm going to kind of... I think we should start new cities. Them. And you know what every small city doesn't want to hear is that their city's going to get bigger. None of them want to hear that at all. <laughs> Bandon Dunes going to want to hear. And Nobody wants to happen. hear their small town is going to get bigger. None of them. You know what they like though is like Bandon Dudes created a uh, a destination. So you get these people all the time. You provide them with services and food and and shelter and and rooms. And then they come into town for five six days. They do their thing. Then they get the fuck out. Then you have to deal with the next group that comes in and gets the fuck out. And you have a I would love to go to some ways where it's just a tourism mecca. Be a local. I get to enjoy all the stuff people actually come well, and Well, shit. See. My fucking dad and then I can, lives and then in the number one he, on in Maui. Like he, he lives in a place that is a tourism-driven economy. It's fucking weird over there, man. It's definitely weird. If you want to tr- try it, if you want to try, try it, you should come with me. We'll go spend a week there, and you tell me what it's like. It's just different. As long as I don't have to hustle your dad, because I heard he's a beast. Huh? Oh, my dad is a beast. Yeah, he's a strong guy. As long as I don't have to arm wrestle that guy. Yeah, you better not put that on like a contingency list or something. Jesus Christ. He'd kick your ass. No. I'm going to say, hey, there's the coronavirus like four years ago. I'm still wearing my mask, and I got gloves. I can't touch your hand. Don't try to arm wrestle me. Yeah, <laughs> that's your excuse. COVID, COVID. See, like Danny, it's been a decade. I know, but hey. Hey, you know, worry. I'm going to use this forever. I'm going to touch anybody's hand. <laughs> so much for arm wrestling. That's out the fucking window. Forever, maybe. Like, people could, I don't know. People, people, people could do with gloves on. People could do with gloves on. You still, you still see, you see a lot of these uh, athletes are getting COVID. I see that. I also see some of the baseball players are protesting even. So there's going to be a season. I don't know if you heard that. But um, there's been like three, at least three players, two from the same team, that have protested uh, even playing. They said, you know what, I'm not going to fucking fuck you guys. My health is more important. And you know what? They can make that argument to the owners because if they're sick, they can't play. Well, you got to, you know, you got to think about it this way too is that, those guys too, they're healthy. 
if they get infected, most of them are going to be just fine. But the thing is, they made millions of dollars. They, they understand that in sports, all sports across the United States and probably the world is going to have an asterisk next to it for yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who the fuck cares every, about every making the most home runs in the half of a season or the best? You know what? The fucking. Not even I guarantee. I guarantee this. If there is a season, I guarantee the hitting average record will be beaten. Someone will bat well over 400. Guaranteed. One person will. Oh, just because of the short season? Totally. And I think you might see see a weird ERA, too. Just what I'm. I mean, there's. I mean, you're not going to hit. You're not going to hit seventy home runs. No one's hitting seventy home runs. That's for sure. So who cares about the home run title? But the batting average and 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 an ERA might make a difference. Any quantitative thing doesn't make a difference. I think we should be proactive. Any time a a virus like this hits us again in the future, it will. We should allow air. Athlete, we should allow every athlete, since their season is shortened, that they can do all the steroids and human growth hormones they want. And then that way, the the few games that we see from every sport will be just like super fucking intense. Like they'll be like fourteen. Oh, everybody will want to see it. That's what they do for fights. That's what they do for fights. They let them get all roided up. Listen, they don't test them until a few weeks prior to the fight and a few weeks, you know, after the fight. So, like, you know, I mean, oh, I'm, dudes do get ready. I'm saying throw that out. I'm saying throw that out if they want to do. I'm just saying. If I'm, I'm Anderson if I'm, Silva. I only fight once a year. Shit, maybe once every two years I fight. Because he broke his leg. Yeah, he's getting roided up. He kicked a guy and broke his leg. He kicked him so hard, he broke his own leg. It's called brittle Isn't bone that disease, happened? and that's from fucking uh, steroids, bro. So his testicles shrink and his bones get fragile. Yep. Uh, B- both are true. You know what's weird? I, actually, I heard your bo- your balls you don't really shrink. The, think about this. You become the alpha male ever, like because you do all these extra drugs. You're basically like Hercules. And then all of a sudden, you, your balls shrink, your dick doesn't respond anymore, you need Viagra, and uh, your bones are brittle. It's called just getting... It's a hell of a trade-off. It's, you're getting old quick. That's what happens when you get old. I mean, you kick an 80-year-old, you kick your dad in his fucking shin. If I kicked your dad as hard as I could in his shin, it would just snap right in fucking half. And I wouldn't have to hit him that hard. That wouldn't be that nice. No, I'm just saying... Eight-year-olds. You I wouldn't do that. Invited back to the house again. I wouldn't do that to the Don. The Don would not appreciate that. No, I'm not going to do that to the Don. The Don, the Don would be very upset. Don't do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, an eight-year-old's leg, dude. Like, that's what happens. It's just, it's hyper-growthing you. So, like, you know, I mean, it's not a good thing. Let's just say I that. guarantee you, if you kicked me in the leg, I probably wouldn't have that much of a benefit. I mean, a little bit. If you don't care about dying at a heart, if you don't care about dying of a heart attack at like fucking fifty-five years old, like that's what all those pro wrestlers die around. Fifty-five. 
They have heart attacks. They're all roided out. All of them are. It's not. A, it's yeah. Not, it's not, dude. It's not up for debate. It's fucking reality. I wouldn't be surprised if there is, and I'm a big wrestling fan, and I appreciate that it's considered sports entertainment, so they don't have to go as far as like the athletic commission type of uh, route. But I bet you, you know, like in football with these those CTS or whatever they call them, the uh, where that you get hit in the head so many times, and you act like Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, like and a shit. CT scan for your brain. Yeah, I bet you a lot of those wrestlers because they're jumping off top ropes. They're no, they've had running con- and they've totally had concussions and stuff. Totally. Totally, and they're never talked about because it's considered an art not a sport those guys do it because it's fun and they get treated like rock stars but the reality is their lifestyle is going to lead them to an early death would you trade that i don't know would you trade that right now think about this if i just started taking steroids about like five years from now i was like 100 pounds heavier and ripped and doing like Top top I'm rope saying, tricks. I'm just saying, if you were straight out of high school, I think you're treated like a knowing stripper. The life, knowing the life that you live now, somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, kid." Um, somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, kid, I see potential for you in the WWE. You could be a star." And then you you went that route and you were a star, but you had to deal with the fact that you had a, a brain, uh, no problem because you've been hit in the head all the time. Would you go that route? No, man. Like, and you look at the boxers too, man. For the money, for the money or anything. You want to be a boxer. If you could be a professional mixed martial artist, but you knew at the end of your career, you were going to take I would take like a certain amount of fights like 10 total in my life you know what I mean like say 6 are amateur 6 and 0 knocked everybody out submitted everybody whatever you wanted to say and then 4 of them in the UFC and then just fucking retire I'd fight for a belt and if I didn't get it I didn't get it I'd just retire no, let's say you were good in the UFC and you did and fights in the UFC, won them all, you retired with a belt like Mighty Mile. I yeah, I do that. But but all of a sudden a he took, jackass he did, like Conor McGregor comes out and says, You're a pussy, you won't fight, you won't come out of retirement. Would you come out of retirement risking brain injury? Yeah, for one fight. For, for one fight, yeah. For one, yeah. You would risk it. You would risk it. For one. We'll if, I ten, if I had ten, if I had ten, if I had ten under my belt, if I had ten under my belt, I would risk one. If I had, Even if, if I had three, three months of tra- three, three to six, three to six months of training, I would do it. Six months. Even if six you knew months, six time, months. Some, somehow magically, somehow magically, you knew ahead of time that you had a thirty to forty percent chance of brain damage for that one fight. Well, you'd just—that would be the goal—is not to get brain damage. You're not going to get hit in the head. I take that shit to the ground. Yeah, maybe you try to pop pop a couple off and try to knock them hey, out. Maybe you get hit in the run, fucking run. head. It's not going to kill you. 
heard Ronda Rousey said uh, Holmes is the only way she, she actually predicted her defeat. She was like, if she kicks me in the head, that might be change the table. Fucking Holmes kicked her in the head. It's pretty violent. Pretty violent. Pretty fucking violent. You know, but that's another thing about those type of athletes is that Ronda Rousey came out and talked about it and numerous other athletes come out and talk about it is that even though she was at the top of her career uh-huh. and she lost a fight or two, she actually, there was a point where she actually says she thought about contemplated suicide. And I think that happens a lot to a lot of athletes when they get to a top of their game and they realize they just don't got it anymore. They don't retire while they're at the top of the game. They, they lose it and they feel less of a human, even though they've been this powerhouse for years. I mean, what's your face? Ronda Rousey is a powerhouse for years. And then all of a sudden it wasn't her time anymore, but nobody could stop her. Yeah. But it's amazing. She, she thought about it. She's like, it's like I said, the last podcast we did when we were talking about like uh, rock stars, sometimes they just commit suicide. And I think sometimes they commit suicide because they're like, I don't think I got anything left. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I definitely felt like that when after I hurt my knees. I was like, dude, I, I about, about <laughs> fucking cried because I couldn't fucking, I just knew that I probably wouldn't compete anymore. I mean, I want to. I feel like I could, like a couple more, but like beyond that, I don't know what. Like, I mean, if someone really hurts my knee, I'm fucked, like, for good. Unless I get sur- uh, surgery. And, you know, it's tough when you don't got health insurance. That's n- that's not really an option you can look at. Well, surgery is not a guarantee that you'll be back up to 100%. No, but, you know, knee surgeries are pretty good. I mean, everybody says, like, in the past, like, 10 years or so, knee injuries are not that big of a deal. I actually had a friend, Black Belt Phil. He got his knee fucking worked on. We were roommates at the time, and he was up. He said he walked off the surgery table and fucking uh, was out of his bed in like three days. And he was rolling. I remember probably maybe two or three weeks after that. It wasn't very long. The strip club guy, is it? Huh? The Saint strip club guy, is it? No, Phil, Phil, Black Belt Phil. Black Belt Phil. Who's the strip club guy? Oh, uh, Sex Club Jerry. <laughs> what do you call him? Sex Club Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hang out with that guy. All right. Yeah. Make that happen. He's got a sweet little pad and like Ballard. You know, I mean, just do podcasts there. How far is Ballard from Seattle? It's a neighborhood in Seattle, so it's uh, from the Space Needle, probably like 15 minutes north, 10 minutes north. Before we do that, we're going to have to look out his window make sure there's no mob coming out. You know, one of the best places to do a podcast would probably be like Golden Gardens. That would be the shit. Is there tents there? We set up my Papa Shade. A table and some chairs and just we can have fire out there and drink beer. No, no one would give a shit. We <laughs> we could do a ladder with Crowder segment and be like I I'm not racist, prove me wrong. You know, it's funny, I just saw Crowder on fucking Rogan and I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? 
He's a little overconfident. <laughs> overconfident for who he really is. He says he gets a lot of well, hate, hate tweets. They call him Jewfag. You got to see him on his podcast. He uh, he's a comedian. Jason Crowder, he, Jewfag. <laughs> he's Canadian. And he has to live with Port Trudeau. Would you rather live in Canada or America? That's what I'm That's saying. I question. think we're in the same class as those guys. DePaulo, Crowder. <laughs> Who else is out there? Yeah. Bill Burr does you a little bit. You asked me earlier. Bill Burr is another guy that cuts off all public communication, like anything uh, in news, anything like that. God, I love Bill Burr. He doesn't Burr. look at like, any of it. He's like, fuck, he I don't look at my phone. Fuck your Twitter. He doesn't care. <laughs> you know what he says? He goes, I got too much weird shit going on in my head anyway. I, I can't fucking, it's like an overload. <laughs> I can't. You know, he goes, I'm already insane. I don't want to hear about a whole bunch of other people being nuts, too. Yeah, for real. I mean, Jesus Christ. So, I mean, fuck. Uh, That's a good point. Hold on. You asked me earlier, where would I go if I could go anywhere? Let me ask you a question. If you could live in any of the three countries uh, connected to North America, being Canada, United States, or Mexico, (laughs) or Mexico, well, it's been disbanded. It's been. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but the, those the three colonials, they didn't they didn't win against the natives. I guess not. But if you could choose between Canada, U.S. or 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 Mexico, where would you live the rest of your life? Oh, uh, somewhere in the U.S. Somewhere in the U.S. Just because I know all the rules. Now, why is that? I know all the rules. I know what I can get away with, what I can't, uh, and I try to live as cheap as possible. <laughs> And have as much and have as much fun as possible. You know. Huh? Are you making that decision because you know you could make a living, you could do, you know I mean it's amazing that people call us a racist country, but yet we got more people trying to migrate here than anywhere else in the world. It's like if we're so racist and we got so much police violence and we got all these problems, why are people flooding in left and right to get here? Yeah, I know. It's like it's because we got an opportunity. It's worse. It's worse everywhere else. That's why. <laughs> you want to even go to Paris or France or? Nope. 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 I'd visit. I definitely would not live there. I I would I would live in Hawaii as about as exotic as I would go. I've looked at property in Puerto Rico too, but that's I, since I've. Spent enough time in Hawaii, I'd live in Hawaii. Puerto Rico, the problem with Puerto Rico is their government so corrupted. It's our government. What are you they, talking about? I know, but they sent them a whole bunch of water when all that shit happened. They sent them water, food, all that stuff, and they were like, we don't receive anything. We didn't receive anything. And there's warehouses uh, full of it. Yeah, a photographer goes wandering in a warehouse. There's a guy that says, you can't be in here. You can't take pictures. And he put the pictures online real quick. And they were all the water and all the food we sent them. And it's like, it's totally corrupt. Totally corrupt. I'm telling you what, man. We've defined our, we've defined our podcast. It's definitely fucking conservative comedy. Republican. Why do we call it Brett Taylor totally corrupt? (laughs) Totally corrupt. (laughs) 
Because there are people, there's a lot of people that aren't going to agree with us. There's people that are going to laugh about. I think we got to make sure that everybody understands our podcast is a satire. We're just trying to figure out how to live better with other people and laugh about why we all got to go through this. That's pretty good. Totally corrupt. I could be the angry guy that gets really drunk. Well, I mean, you can be the. You can't be. You can't be angry. We have. We have an angry. No. He's gonna be. Got an angry. I he's gonna be Diggs. It's okay, the Brett and Diggs show. Totally. I gotta totally dude, corrupt. I just, I got I gotta do the dude and just be like, dude. Yeah, could do that. I'll just be relaxed. I'll try not to get angry anymore. Yeah, relax over there, Jesus Christ. Do you ever feel like we're in that movie, Kurt Russell Escapes from uh, New York? Another one I haven't seen. Well, it's either firecrackers or bullet shots. I can't tell. Oh, I heard that. I heard that. You know, there's a lot of fire fireworks in Tacoma because they got the Indians right there. The Pialp Indians, they'll say you have to stick a dynamite. So think about this stat. Right before all this shit and riots happened, before people were loading up on uh, guns, what sure. did they say for every American For every American in uh, the United States, there's four guns for every American that's out in the public? Really? How... how do you think that increased after the scare and everybody standing in line at gun shops? Oh, big time. I mean, shit. I think it, you think after like, like for five guns for every one American now or six? I think I told you last time I talked to you, fucking, I was at the shooting range and there was like a line of 20 people out the door, not for the gun range, but to buy ammo and guns. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And then uh, same weekend, I went to, uh, where did I go? Oh, I went to Cabela's. And same thing, 20 people out the door. I don't know about for guns and ammo, but Cabela's, you know what they sell. Well, I definitely think they need to increase the funds to the police and give them a lot more training than they do, I believe, with Jocko. Uh, I believe... I believe if they're, they know how to submit somebody properly, like he was talking about uh, sparring, rolling around on the mat with somebody who's as experienced as him. And he goes, we can do that all day and not hurt each other. But the thing is, if somebody, you know, is causing me problems, I know how to take them out safely and quick. Well, yeah, and I mean, he wasn't talking about, he wasn't talking about killing him. He's just like, he's making talking sure about jujitsu. Yeah, he was. I can make him submit real quick, and then there's no more fight. You know, did you? And he goes if if cops if cops properly knew how to do that, and then if they also were trained by somebody else, and you saw another cop because some people get strung out and they've had too much and they they explode. And if you were a cop on duty and you're looking over and you're seeing this guy doing something improper for any amount of time, you'd probably go over and be like, "Hey, Bob." Yeah, what jump the, over to the side. I'll take care of it from here. I'll take care of it from here. I'll put him in my car. You know, you because that's that's. I mean, 
I just feel bad for the cops that are put out there because they're put out there with minimal training and they're trying to enforce laws that when they throw people in jail are let out the next day. So they're basically risking their lives for nothing. Yeah, I mean, all this is, all this protesting has just made cops' jobs way harder. You know, I mean, and I'm not saying because they were doing it corruptly. I'm just saying, like, if they weren't other, under the microscope before, Jesus Christ. Well, they were always under the microscope, but the thing is, is that there just needs to be a lot more training. And the only way you can do that is by increasing the budget, not taking away the budget. Yeah, it, it takes I money. Mean, it, it takes money and, to teach these fucking guys. I mean, Jesus Christ. And and these guys should also be the type of guys that can roll through a neighborhood, pop out, and just walk down the street and talk to a couple neighbors. Hey, how's the neighborhood been lately? Everything cool? Okay, hey. You know, I mean, those local cops that you used to. I remember seeing cops when I was a kid, and I wasn't scared of them i knew i had to respect them and i knew that if i ever got confronted by a cop make sure my hands are where he can see them and don't do any sudden moves with the hands because the hands are where the danger comes from for them so don't give them excuse to react so but i've never had a weird interaction with a cop it's always been to call my cops are pretty cool Well, I think people are cool if you treat them the right way. I had a customer come in the other day, and I looked at—I looked at his—I was entering this stuff in the computer. He's a black guy, and his last name is Brooks. And I didn't think about it till after I said it to him. But I go, "Hey, Brooks, that's a popular name. I like that." Not thinking of Rashad Brooks, you know. Oh, he probably shit. thought <laughs> that what I was, He probably thought that, that what I was thinking until. He looked up, and I pointed out my badge, and I had the same last name as him. And, he, and I go, it's a good name, you know? And I he just kind of finished the transaction, but I could tell right away he thought I was talking about something else. Uh, you know? And uh, it's just something I normally come up with in my mind because I, I always try to, you know, how, does, how I could relate to somebody. I'm like, it's perfect. This guy has my same exact last name. I'm going to go off that. But he looked at me like... You didn't think about the dude that got killed? What does that mean? Guy's black. That fucking... <laughs> that's the way he... T- I didn't think about it. Yeah. You know why I didn't think about it? Because I, I, I don't think that way. I don't think how I could be offensive. I always try to figure out how I can try to make somebody smile, and sometimes it doesn't work right. You know what I mean? How many times I, me or you tried to make somebody smile or we're drunk inside UP station and we're trying to talk to a couple of girls and you're like, Danny, they don't want to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I got a beer. I can talk all I want. <laughs> you know, there's, but I mean, it's there's usually not the girls. Around. I mean, yeah, maybe the girls don't want to talk to you, but it's usually the crowd they're with. Yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things. I don't go into a situation even when i'm super hammered and try to cause a problem i'm trying to say something funny and sometimes people don't want to hear it you know but uh it was just kind of weird i said hey nice last name i like that's popular you know he kind of looked at me i pointed at mine and then he was like oh i understand you know but it's like it's how people think nowadays when you talk to somebody they can think something totally different than what you're actually trying to bring out and they could get offended by it and like 
respond in your face super quick and you're like, whoa, back off, Karen. <laughs> I didn't mean that. And you have no control over it after that. You know? I noticed Nick. Could you imagine? Could you Nick. imagine if he kind of see my name tag and, or I didn't wear my name tag that day and he just goes, what does that mean? You know, he could have easily responded in a totally different way. Good. I noticed Nick DiPaolo uses uh, Karen quite a bit. Did he start that? Well, there's so many. Or did, or did Dick start that? I mean, we got evidence. I think, yeah, we'll have to back up the tapes. I don't know, but I think Karen's been around for a long time, but the name hasn't been popular until this year. Karen. Dude, don't scare me. I'm more scared of her than gangsters. You know, uh, I got to hang with my uncle last week in a little bit, and uh, him and I think about the same on I think the same avenue as politics. And he was talking about my cousin. He's got I got two girl cousins, and uh, the youngest one I think has just turned twenty one or twenty two. And he calls her. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Yeah, your cousin Maggie's a little bit of a, a feminazi." <laughs> I'm like, oh, Dude. fuck. That's not good. You know the newest stat? You know the newest stat out there right now that nobody's talking about? What's that? In in these Black Matter protests, there's one black person. Oh, I know. It's mostly white. Yeah, it's like mostly white people. White liberals. Totally. Getting up and pop. Cops' faces that are black, telling them they're part of the problem. <laughs> I know. It's like you know what? All right. Can we, get, oh, can we get a bunch of gay dudes like defending like fucking you know cowboys or something like that? I mean, can we get any worse? I, I, it's just everybody needs to chill, relax, chill, relax. I hate to say it, but just. Oh, that was a firework. Okay, that's safe. Not a gunshot? But, uh, no, that was a firework. Well, shit. Gunshots are behind the house. Gunshots are behind the house. The fireworks are in front. I got a good view. You haven't had much, uh, action on your block, have you? Other than what we're hearing tonight? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't jinx me. Don't jinx me. No, I had neighbors walk up and down. I saw the mail lady today. She gave me she gave me my uh, stimulus check today. Oh, you got guess one. Who it was, uh, guess who it was signed by? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. You take a picture Fred, of it. It's, I did take a picture of it. I was going to send it to you, but I know I can't. You know, send you stuff while we're doing a podcast. But yeah. So you're rich. So I got. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> we got spend it on. Like I got a, I, I uh, the house. Better get that sink in there. Jesus Christ! I got to. I got to get the kitchen finished, then the dining room. Then we can do podcasts in the dining room. Then I'm going to work on upstairs and build a fence around the backyard because you know. I'm telling you, we could, we could do that. Uh, fucking kitchen. I could tile that whole goddamn thing. 
Just get the tile and the fucking glue. And we'll rent a, t- a tile saw and do it. Bam. Is it Elmer's? I was going to subway tile it. The backsplash? Whatever you want to do. Well, yeah, I was going to have him come lay the counter, and then I was going to subway tile the backsplash. Okay. We can do that. I think I figured do it once right, and that way I don't, you know, don't have to do it again. Could do something like that. So uh, let me know, and we'll make it happen. What do you, what do you, what do you got for the fourth? You're saying shit. Uh, well, Wes's girlfriend. Yeah, maybe Wes's girlfriend just got into town. So they're hanging out and fucking she brought a friend and I might go over there tomorrow. Check that out. And 4th of July, I haven't really made any solid plans. Didn't you say that the um, uh, 4th of July show in Tacoma, the Freedom Fair is going to happen regardless or not? I think it's canceled. I don't know. Pretty sure it's canceled. So many things canceled. I know they're they're canceling everything except protests. You can't go to church and you can't do any Fourth of July celebrations. Shit, like they just canceled a bumper shoot. You see that? Bumper got bumper shoot got bumped. It got bumped. It's usually in September. That's that's early September. So I mean, like fucking. That's pretty much summer. Summer's been canceled around here. There's bumper no, shoots got bumped, and we're not talking the early seventies when a bump really meant something. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, exactly. There's no uh, but, uh, Gorge. There's no Dave Matthews. No Dave. Dave. Dave went limp. Dave's not happening this year. The watershed's not happening this year. None of the crazy EDM shows are happening this year. Obviously, Capitol Hill. Think, obviously, the block party got canceled, but they tried to bring it back with the fucking chop zone. I think that's what that really was trying to be about. Like, right. What? Do you think this is how life ends? Everything good we used to love, sports, concerts. It's very and it's very apocalyptic. You're very it's very apocalyptic. I'm just waiting for aliens to start beaming us out of here, but Well, I mean if you're of the Christian faith Maybe if we if do you're, if you're of the Christian faith, podcast, Jesus like, will beam us out of here. Where's Jesus? Well, no, Jesus well, isn't back yet. You you didn't hear about that new uh, evidence that the uh, uh, government released? What, that what about about task, Jesus or there's aliens? Actually a task, there's a task force in the Navy that's been going on for years where they actually have a lot of information on UFOs. I'm sure they do. And but... this is an interesting question. Who has the biggest uh, military presence as far as uh, aircraft in the world? That'd be the United States. No. Which, what part of the United States? Oh, I don't know. Which has the most? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe our state. No, I'm talking like the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the Army, the Marines. Who has the most planes? I want to say it's the Navy. 
It is. Guess guess in the world who has the second amount of aircraft in the world. Ooh. Russia. <laughs> I don't know. You, U.S. Air Force. Air Force, okay. U.S. So we own the top two spots. Well, sorry, everybody. That's interesting. That's interesting. Hey, they knew in the 1940s that you could end a war with, you know, a bomb from the fucking air, and they did it. It's like, holy shit. Wonder if we have UFOs that we recovered that we know how to fly now. We can build them. Maybe Space Force is like the third largest air, you know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's definitely some shit that, like, not everybody knows. I remember Elon Musk saying, he goes, if anybody knows that there's aliens out there, be me. And he's like, you know, duh, I have SpaceX and I work with NASA. I mean, don't you think I would have figured that out? But I don't know if they'd tell Elon Musk. They wouldn't tell him shit. No, but you know it's amazing. People like him wouldn't say a word. He, uh... He 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 likes being secretive. He's a smart guy. He keeps a lot of shit to himself. He's kind of like Nikola Tesla, in my opinion. Someone said he's a, uh, autistic, and his sons are too. Well, the thing is, he, he's thinking about really cool shit, but unfortunately, his Tesla car brand, the whole brand, came back as like a uh, the last on the list as far as like reliable automotive, auto, you know. Or, I don't know, man. Their stock's doing pretty fucking good. Of, it's twelve hundred dollars well, a share. Well, it's good because it's doing good because his high end cars are phenomenal. He hasn't figured out how to do the cars that most people can afford. He's got the cars that Joe Rogan's going to drive, and you know, guys that have a hundred grand to blow. Those are going to be the coolest. You don't even have to touch the steering wheel. It's like having a chauffeur type of thing. Yeah, but I mean. It's it's hard. It it is hard to offer that same type of technology and offer it in a package that costs a fifth the cost. You know, there's going to be some bugs. They're coming out with some, you know, the shittier models, the Y or whatever, and who knows what? I mean, this is supposed to be like thirty thousand dollar cars. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty new technology, and there's going to be some fucking shit wrong with it. That's for sure. I mean, who, where it's you... like the first time flat screen TVs came out. Flat screen TVs had all sorts of problems, and now, I mean, the technology is insane. I mean, give Tesla, give Tesla three, three to five years. Yeah, three to five years. It'll probably, it'll probably be up there with like Porsche. Probably that's what they're shooting for. But you know, with that said, we'll just well, I mean, ha- we'll just have to wait and wonder. Out. We'll just have to wait and wonder because podcast is coming to an end. And, uh, yeah. Well, the motherfucker figured out how to get spaceships up and down, and they land on feet. Wild fucking times we live in. So, anyway, aliens. aliens. But, uh, love everybody. iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. Find us. Peace. Watch the ending music. I hope the ending music is good.